You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Oh, wow. Don't we have a... Uh, we have an wrong, intro? It was the wrong intro. We, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, welcome so. to episode 218. We have Marv. We have Marv. The break is over. New year. Year of the undercard. Predicting. Is it? I thought it was the year of the snake. I thought it was the snake or the rat. I never. Rooster. It's, the, it's the fire snake, actually. No. I thought it was is the that rooster. Chinese or something? No, this is the year of the snake. No. Starbucks said it's a rooster. It's the year of the well, undercard. You, oh, should yeah, de- okay. you should definitely get all of your Chinese culture information yeah. from Starbucks. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell my sister-in-law who's from China that I'm she's wrong. I'm just saying. It's officially the year of the <laughs> undercard. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, see, I lost my speakers totally there. But can everyone hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Right, cool. yeah. uh, so we're just getting started, my friends. New Year, episode 218. Uh, let me brag really quickly. You will not find a better boxing show than what we have for you tonight. Uh, it starts off with our guest. Really quickly, we have Cornelius oh, K9 Bundridge. Sorry, keep keep going. Okay. Ed. Somebody was then, pulling on my thing. And, I was and like, then oh. we're going to be joined by Eddie Jafar from Jafar Promotions a little later. And then uh, we got Coach Jay Hernandez here. You'll know him from World's Best Gym and also a trainer. And then uh, later on in the show, we're going to have Alicia Baumgartner, who is actually making her pro debut on the same card that Cornelius is fighting on this weekend. Um, If you want tickets really quickly, tickets are uh, available at the door, 15801 Michigan Avenue, Dearborn. Uh, at Saturday, January 7th, Knockouts on the Avenue at the Dearborn Performing Arts Center. Uh, Rochelle, give the number of people want to call in and ask questions. Uh, it's 248-579-5295. Awesome. And let's start off with K9 really quickly. If you're not familiar with K9, uh, he was – uh, first off, he's 34 and 6, which is awesome. 19 knockouts, 22-year vet- veteran of the ring, six world title fights. Um, fought September 15th against Jamal Charlo, who uh, he lost to his IBF welterweight title. But since then, uh, Charlo's been on a tear. Uh, he is 43 years old, but looks like he's still 25, 27 years old. Looks like he's in great shape. And besides all that good stuff, he's a nice guy away from the ring, and he represents Detroit well. So we want to welcome K9 in here. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah. Hey, listen, there it is. Hey, listen up. He's the, also the only junior middleweight champion at 43 years old. That is true. The oldest. That's right. The oldest ever. Oldest ever. The oldest ever. You that's know. awesome. <laughs> um. So I have much respect for you, K9. All right. And I'm going to ask you questions that – remember, every question I have for you is respect. Oh, yeah. But these are questions that people have sent in to me, and these are questions that I think people want to want to okay. know about you. All right. But the the number one question that everybody asked me when they found out you were going to be on the show is, at your age, is this your last fight? Is this your swan song? Or are you going to take another <laughs> run at a title? I'm going to go for another run at the title. You know, I like I like to prove people wrong. I'm the underdog. Oh, the undercard show. On the underdog show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and prove people wrong. I want to go go out with a bang. You know, I want to go out on my back. I want to go out at the top. Now, you fought amazing competition over your career. Yeah, yeah. To think about, I was just going back over your history and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. People don't 
fight like that anymore. They 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 pad their records in the beginning. Exactly. You fought right off the bat against a lot of people with a lot of wins <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. Um, how much is left in the tank? Be honest with us. Well, you know, I had to fight some guys. Floyd wouldn't fight, so you know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, it's a uh, whole lot, though. That's a long list. Yeah, that's a long, right, right. Just right. saying. <laughs> well, he had them losses, and I would be undefeated, right? But um, I I want to I want to at least fight at least a couple of more years. You know, I want to. You know, you know, give some back to 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 the young brothers that you know that's up and coming in in the state of Michigan. That's why I love being on these shows. You know, the, the um, shows at home because it gives the young people a chance to get out there. Because you know that people might say I'm gonna go see K nine, but then they see this other young um, up and coming prospect. So you know, I would say two years. You just you never know. You never know. I might I, I might get down a welterweight and see what I can do down there. I, I might have. Uh, Overgrew dreaming of weight, whereas like I don't have the same desire and hunger at dreaming of weight. I need to see something different. Or at, at um dreaming of weight, I need to see a WC belt or WA belt. You know what I mean? I need I need to get sparked because when you, when you box at a, such a young age or you've been boxing so long, you can lose the hunger and you know you get told so many lies. So it's just boxing more more the um the mental part is more mental than physical. Mentally, it drains you a whole lot because you've been lied to so many years and. Uh, you know, leave it up to them. I would have been a billionaire by now. You know what I mean? Right. So, how much you know. was Don King charging you for your towels? Because that's a big thing. Tyson was going to charge what forty thousand dollars a week for his oh, towels. Oh, why would you say that about Don? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're six minutes in. Who had six yeah. minutes? Six minutes before he did the Don King. We had a pool going. Keenan, you bring up a great point though. You're talking about boxing's ups and downs. Think about this. Uh, you went down to Mexico and beat Molina. Yeah. That was that's huge. Just for I fun, not like you didn't have a fight. No, no, it was, we just yeah. went down there. And it was like I got nothing going on. I'm gonna run down to hey, Mexico Melina. real quick. Win the IDF title right, down there right. in Mexico, and then lose to obviously a disappointing loss to Charlo, yeah. September 15th. Yeah, yeah, talk about those highs. You you go from uh, probably the biggest fight in your career, I would say, going down to Mexico and probably yeah. winning that. Uh-huh. Uh, down to disappointment with Charlo. Like, tell us what w- goes through your mind as a fighter. Did you have doubt? Did you Man, think that was you know the what? end? You know, God is good. I had to give him the credit for like you know winning that fight. I gotta give um the credit to my coach too, man, because he you know he put together a good program, a good plan. We was in the gym at eight o'clock in the morning, had the heat bumping. So we was in real good shape, man. We was prepared for that um Carlos Molina fight. If you notice, nobody's ever done Carlos Molina like that. No. Yeah, he it was even, great. He even really beat Laura. You know what I mean? Yep. But they called it a draw. We was just prepared, you know, and then with the fight with the um with um with um Charlo, we we changed the camp, you know, uh they didn't I changed the camp and I shouldn't have did that. I went backwards and I should have kept going forward or stayed with the same program. So it cost me. I actually had an injured injured rib. I mean, I don't want to take nothing away from Charlo, but I had a bad rib. And my, my rib was messed up because I was sparring with Anthony Durrell. And he caught me with a good body shot because I was trying to protect the cut so I couldn't see the shots coming down here, down to my waist. Yeah, yeah. So, boom, messed my ribs up. Hadn't fought in over a year. What, in over a year? Yeah, over a year. Yeah, over a year. Ribs messed up, protecting the cut. I mean, it, that was like the first time I could even remember being nervous in that fight. Not really about the opponent, but just know that I didn't have the kind of camp I wanted to have. The camp, you know, you lose, you win or lose a fight in camp, and I lost the fight in the camp, so I was in trouble in the fight. So you know, but it is what it is, and um, you know, I, you know, it, it makes me look all right on what he's doing to these other fighters now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Went so, out and beat Austin, and yeah, went out and beat uh, yeah, Williams. Yeah. Yep, he's on yeah, a tear. Yeah. 
But you know me though. I mean, if I can get that rematch, I would love it. You know, I'm undefeated in rematches. You know what I mean? And he's <laughs> yeah. good. He's good. But now I would be focused, and I would go back to what I did when I fought Carlos Molina. Well, yeah, that brings me up to a question that I wanted to ask you. First off, let's bring Coach Jay in here really quick. Um, you see a lot of boxers. Detroit's very talented, young. I mean, what, what's what's canine at? What's he like a twenty five year old, twenty six year old in there? What do you? Um, I would have to say about twenty five. From twenty five to about twenty six, he's a uh, what's called an extreme athlete. Never worked with a guy like him. I mean, I put him through conditioning drills, heat drills, sparring drills, and he's. I mean, he's at the top of the class in anything I've ever worked with. Um, his work ethic is is just through the roof. When he's in the gym and when he's out the gym, you know, I didn't I didn't realize when I first started working with him the things that he was doing outside the gym. I mean, we'd get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and put a three-hour day in, and he'd leave, go home, have lunch, and go run six, seven miles and do 100-yard sprints. And it, he wasn't telling me about it. Other people were telling me. They were like, yo, I'd seen Kane on the road doing sprints. And I'm looking at my watch. I was like, he just left me like half hour ago. So his uh, his work ethic is just through the roof. If he focuses the way he did when he want, when he made that last title run where he beat uh, Joey Hernandez in California, and then he went to Mexico in Molina's hometown and took the IBF belt, which is unheard of. You don't the beat, biggest win. Yeah, you don't beat a Mexican in Mexico. No. <laughs> okay? And he actually did that. If he, if he focuses himself in that same manner, uh, another one or two titles mm-hmm. are, are right there in the future, especially if he goes down to 147. Yep. He's he's going to be a danger at 147. <laughs> he can punch at, at 54 and 60. So you can imagine if he goes down to 47 and hits a Bradley or hits a, a Garcia. Them guys can't take that. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, K-9, we, we all thought you could do it down in Mexico, but like you said, the odds were stacked against you. We oh, thought yeah. if it went to a decision, there's yeah. no way you win a decision, all that right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I that's one of those fights where I'll always know where I was when you yeah. were fighting down there. Yeah, yeah. Back here home watching. Uh-huh. Like, that's how much that fight meant to a Detroiter. So, okay. I mean, you went down there and you took care of business, that's made right. made us all proud. That's oh, that's yeah. absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Um, work ethic. Coach Jay was talking about it. Um, just being around the sport now um, for as long as I have, uh, it seems like the work ethic in younger fighters isn't there. Right. Obviously, you clearly got it. Tony oh, yeah. Harrison's got it. I see Tony, and they're always working. Mm-hmm. Um, but some aren't. I mean, is this something across the board that's worrisome for a sport? Because I can look at a fighter sometimes, and they say they're getting their miles in, but you know they're not getting their miles in. Oh, and yeah. you just talked about Coach Jay getting mm-hmm. seven miles in. Yeah, I don't know many fighters out there getting their seven miles in. Like Man. I said, Harrison, I know is yeah. you are you know yeah. is, uh, but some of the fighters. Yeah. The determination, the ninety nine percent that's away from the spotlight, yeah. isn't there because right. Floyd's flipped the game where it's all about being in the spotlight. Exactly. So they don't put that effort in sometimes. Right, right. So what advice can you give these kids? And am I am I wrong in my assumption because you guys are in the gym? Right. Yeah. You know, um, 
with the seven miles, like seven miles is like it's real light, like you know what I mean. I was, seven was like one of my light days. I was really running like twelve miles, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen miles. That's how I saw coming. I used to look on Facebook and Twitter, and people talking about they ran five and seven. I'd be looking, to, I'd be laughing like, man, that's nothing. You know what I mean? If I did five and seven, I'm like, oh man, that's cupcake. You know what I mean? I was nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But a lot of these fighters nowadays, they just want it. They want it real fast. You know, they just they spoiled now. You know what I mean? When I was younger, I didn't have no cell phone we had beepers and they these young kids get cell phones they 11 10 years old so it's a different generation they just want it all right real quick and fast why they're breaking your house they're breaking your house they'll rob you anything they got to have it fast they don't want to put the work in and get it you know what i mean i used to do a thousand push-ups a day just because i wanted a big old muscle i had discipline since i was 11 years old i did a thousand push-ups a day every day for three years straight so it was always in me and god just looked down on me and said oh yeah i got something for you but I'm going to let you go ahead and bump your heads. You know, I was out here knocking guys out for nothing. Just a bad little guy. Didn't didn't know no better. Didn't have no daddy. But I changed. And God just, you know, rewarded me as I gave him the blessings, you know. Uh, Coach Jay, my assumption is, I mean, is this true? Very, very true. Um, when we talk about work ethic, you know, guys see guys like Floyd Mayweather with all this money. And they think that they didn't earn this. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something about Floyd Mayweather. Outworked anyone I ever seen Outworked on the gym. Outworked anybody. <laughs> Anybody. When Anybody. you're sleeping, Floyd's waking up his team to go running. Mm-hmm. Okay? They follow him on their bikes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He owns right. a gym, fa- not a gym, a gym facility yep. mm-hmm. that you think is closed on the front. No, he's in the back door mm-hmm. getting his training in in the morning. And this is the way Canine does. He, do- he, doesn't, he doesn't look for a spotlight. He doesn't call a, a radio station, uh, I mean, a TV station, come look at me run, or come look at me train. He just does it. Yep. He just gets it in. And it shows in the ring. I mean, look at the the, the fight with uh, what's it, Sachu Powell? Oh, after Sachu Powell knocked him out, he came back and made him look like a little kid. Yep, in the ring, slapped him around. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are things that you know it it just shows if if you if you put the work in, it's gonna show up in the work in the gym. Mm-hmm. In a fight, that's right, that's right. And you just gotta put that work in. You know, I'm a better fighter to be honest with you. My back up against the wall. When, when, when I finally get told the truth and the truth finally happens or I really got the belt, and I get relaxed because I'm like, wow, you know, it's like inhale, I exhale, and I relax, and I finally, you know. Then there's a guy behind me, you know what I'm saying? He's training like I was training. I'm not training like I was training to get it. So you got to have the same hunger as when you got the belt when you didn't have the belt. And that's what I got to, you know, I need somebody to be in my ear. K-9, listen, man. You know, that's why it's important to have a daddy or a big brother, you know what I mean, a, a real good coach. Because if I if I knew that I was going to be in this position, it was going to get hard and be like this, then Charlo would have had, you know, he had problems, serious right. problems, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, he was on TV on Showtime. K-9, I want that bill, boy. I want, I'm laughing like, man, this little young guy, he ain't going to be about nothing, you know what I mean? Now my ribs is messed up. So now I got to take him serious. And now he, and he's a young guy. And he done fought three, four times in that year. And I ain't fought in a year and a half because of your boy. Um, now I'm about, to, I'm about to do Don King. Don King. <laughs> Bob Aram. Bob, Bob Aram. Aram. Yeah, yeah, man. Them guys is dirty, man. He told me we're going to get Bradley. we get Bradley. Bradley for you. So I turned the Cotto fight down, thinking I'm going to get Bradley. So time kept going by. Charlo getting sharper and sharper, better and better. I'm getting more injuries, more injuries. You know what I mean? And, you know. You know, it is what it is, man. You know, but, you know, God is good, and we back, you know what I'm saying? We starting it off the new year, right? January 7th, we're going to put this work in. My boy Amir, we're going to put that work in, put Detroit back on the map, show him how we do. I'm going to go ahead and knock this fool out. I don't know what round it's going to be, 
But he might go in round three. <laughs> I'm going to do it like Muhammad Ali. I know the dog is coming. <laughs> yeah, the dog is coming. That's right. Uh, Eddie Jafar is joining us, too. Uh, at the break, we'll switch around mics so Eddie gets a mic, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be going to break here in a second. But, yeah. Um, so this is your first fight home um, back since the Smith fight, which was yeah. at the Masonic Temple. Exactly. Um, talk a little bit about the the difference between fighting on the road and fighting at home. More distractions, more more people. I mean, uh, is it easier to fight at home or would you prefer to be on the road? Well, to be honest with you, this particular situation, I turned down some fights. I turned down, you know, they called me for a world title eliminator. The fight that um, Tony Harrison had, mm-hmm. they called me for that fight. But mentally, I wasn't ready for that. I, want, I really wanted to step, take a step back and fight at home, kind of like start over to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Because if you go look at my resume, I've been fighting 12-rounders 12 12 since 2008. I haven't had an easy fight or a fight that I could just go in there and just be myself in a while. It's always been pressure up on, on me. And, you know, that them bricks on your own, you carry them bricks, and, you know, it's just it's a whole, it's a big load. And I wanted to relax. So, you know, I got with Amir, got with Coach Jay, and they said, man, we got the perfect thing for you. You know what I'm saying? January 7th, let's do this. I said, let's do this. You know what I mean? And I'm just excited. I'm happy, man. I'm happy. And there's no pressure on me. I get a chance to inhale, exhale. I mean, it, this is like a championship fight for me right here. This, You know, this is a big fight. It's a lot of pressure. I know this guy coming to, to, to knock me off because if he knocked me off, it's going to put him in the door. You know, so people should definitely come and watch the fight. Because this guy is coming. He's coming to take what's mine. If he beat me, they gonna they ain't going to talk about me beating him. They're going to talk about him beating me. Right. So, you know, two-time world champion, that's big. They asked him, when he, did he take the fight? He said, he said ASAP, right? <laughs> Real quick. He spoke English, and he don't even know English. <laughs> ASAP. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm there. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk uh, to Eddie a little bit more about the card, but really quickly, Coach Jay, and uh, we want to talk to uh, K-9 about it. On this card, a lot of talent. You got Ballard, you got Wade. Yeah. Wade's, oh my God, Wade's a beast. Yeah. Um, who do you like on this card to really have championship potential? Because you've been in the ring with some people. Yeah. Let me let me look at the let me look at the um flyer right here. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. Oh, um, let me see. Oh, um, you, 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 in this day and era, you really you really can't tell. You never you never know. You never mm-hmm. know because you know you got. Bernard Hopkins lost his first pro fight. Yep. He became world champion. So you just never know. I was, if you look at my the way I used to fight, you know what I'm saying? And I was a guy in, in crunks, you know, like I said, I'm the contender, the reality show, the contender, the first should be last, last should be first. Then nobody ever think I would become world champion. People just walked over me. They, you know, they just, so you just never know. I would probably pick a person on here that you at least would expect to be world champion, become world champion. That's good cause, advice. Cause, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. You never know. You just really never know. The ones that they pushing, you know, they might, they mouth can get them in trouble. Yep. You know what I mean? They, they run their mouth. What? Well, I, I have to fight anybody. Uh, all it takes is one loss. <laughs> one loss. <laughs> <laughs> over it. Yeah. So whoever quiet on here and just be humble, they got the best chance. But there's a lot of good fighters on here. I mean, he he got a stacked card. You know what I mean? When he showed me who was going to be fighting the card and where it was going to be at, it's a nice place, nice venue. The I venue's said, oh. awesome. Yes, I said, let's make nice. it happen. You know what I mean? Champions fight at champion spots. And we and we, we fight on champion promotions. That's what All we right. do. <laughs> what about you, Coach Jay? Anybody uh, that you would think is must-see on there besides obviously um, Definitely Baca. Okay. Love him. Uh-huh. Exciting fighter. Uh-huh. Tough. Uh-huh. And going to put on a show. Uh-huh. Um, Cortez Chambliss. Uh-huh. Don't sleep on the kid. Uh-huh. Has turned the corner. Uh-huh. Seen his amateur. He was uh, iffy, kind of not all what it takes. But as he's grown up and built into a body, the kid is good. He's been training in the gym. He's been putting in the work. So 
That's his debut, and I I expect him to shine. Right. I have to say, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and get some shots out because they might say K nine. They might listen to this interview. K nine, man, come on, man. <laughs> you know, come on. So let me say, yeah, Cortez definitely Cortez, Wade, and Figueroa. And and Ballard, Ballard, Ballard's a tough guy too. Oh I yeah, Janelson. Yep, yeah, yep. Janelson's. Now good. I can't, I don't, I can't pronounce my man's name, but I know him well. C nine, C nine, C nine, C nine, C nine, right? C nine. Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. unlucky with the no yeah, exactly. decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to. You know, he a smart guy. He know when to get in there, when not to get in there. See, he he plays smart. He played smart. He get in there and uh, K nine. He first got in there, we was sparring, and he he wanted me bad because he knew I wasn't in the gym. You know what I'm saying? So he's smart. And so, you know, we work real good. And next time I said, let's work, he said, no, nah, I ain't work. So he's smart. That let me know he's smart. You know what I mean? And them the ones that make it. I'm smart. You know, I remember a guy walked past me, you know what I'm saying, said, oh, we're going to never do nothing. We're going to never be nothing. We're going to never do nothing in this boxing, right? I became a two-time world champion. So you get, you got to be careful. You can be the ones you least suspect to make it, be the ones that do it. And what's he doing now, the guy who said you wouldn't make it? Huh? What's he doing now, the guy who said oh, you wouldn't make man, it? Oh, man, don't tell him. Ain't no telling. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, that's a long story. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it's a two-hour show. Yeah, that's I a, mean, that's a long story. That's a long story. <laughs> We're going to go to our first little break here really quick. Yeah. Uh, we also given away some tickets to the last MMA fight at Joe Louis Arena. It's happened February 4th. You fought at Joe Louis, can't I? Yeah. Can you believe they, yeah, they get yeah. rid of it? Now, now it's still Mediums don't last more than 25 years. Oh, man. Uh, That's my fist right next to his. Uh, but we're going to be giving away tickets to that later on in the show, so stay a listen. Uh, we'll figure out a way to do that. And uh, we'll be back in about a few minutes. We're going to adjust the mic so we can talk to the promoter, Eddie Jafar. Welcome back to the Undercard, episode 218, as we can continue along. Uh, we're joined by Cornelius Canine Bundridge. We got Coach Jay Hernandez in here from World's Best. And then also we got uh, the promoter is in here. We got questions for him, Eddie Jafar. Welcome, Eddie. How are you? Good, good. Thank good. you for having us. Appreciate oh, no it. problem, man. You're one, one of the nice guys, man. We always like the nice guys in here. Oh. Um, got some questions for you. Uh, first off, Canine kind of went over it, but... Canine's a big name. How how did this fight come about? How how did you develop this uh, main event for your card? You, you know, uh, I think we're fortunate to have Canine fight on my card and in the city. I mean, in the state, hometown. Mostly, me and me and Jay are pretty close. You know, I trust his judgments. He trusts mine. We, I tossed it up. And Jay was a hundred percent with it. I said, you know what? Let's. I think Kay's ready to be on. Let's let's do something. And brought K9, we put it together. And you know, I, I know that K9 goes to these fights and he supports every show, every fighter mm-hmm. that's out there. I mean, he's very vocal when he's watching them, letting is them know. Is that the Ami shows always? All, all all the shows. Yep. You know, and and I knew that he was hungry. He was I, I know he didn't want to end. The way it did with Charlos, he's and, and he he described the situation that he was in. So, what a better way for him to get back on that road for that third world title? You know where we do it in our in our state in our city where let the people see him. You know, and he ain't gonna get the support anywhere like he's gonna get here. You know, from the gyms, from the fighters, from the people, from the press, from you guys. And it's always good to showcase 
our big guys, because that don't happen much. I mean, no. you know, we have like Tony, which, you know, he's signed with uh, Alan. Um, he's fighting everywhere but Detroit now. And we got Dominique, you know, same thing. And all them other fighters, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I mean, I can continue. So we're we're fortunate, lucky to have K9 be on this show. Just makes it, we got a great card, but it makes it that much better. Yeah, and uh, we're talking uh, tickets are available for this uh, Saturday. Uh, you can call 248-260-6530 for tickets or 313-502-1688. Tickets are anywhere from 30 to $50 uh, at the Dearborn Performing Center. Uh, really quickly, uh, what have you learned as a promoter since your last show or, or a couple in now? Like, You know, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's easy. Everyone uh, comes up to me with a uh, show idea. They're like, "Hey, this guy versus this guy." And I was uh, like, I "If mean, it was only that easy." <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, it's it's we're 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 in a state that's going through this transition at the commission. I I've been at other commissions all over the country from New York, Connecticut. Me and Jay's been a few places. Canada's been a lot of places. We're just so much different. We need a lot of they make it difficult. I mean, we, we had 12 bouts last. Mm-hmm. We ended up with six. Dimitri, he had 12. He ended up with six. Uh, I think Carlos ended up with four or five the last fight. So that's a problem. I mean, there has to, there has to be different laws, different rules. We should follow, not follow. At least that's fine that we do our own laws, but let's make it close to everyone else, you know what I'm saying? The way it's, the new laws they come up with, they're mind-boggling. I mean, we hire this guy, we hire that guy. The state don't pick him, we pick him. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of faults. I don't want to sit there and bash them, but there's a lot of faults in these new laws that we have to all work together to change them. I mean, it, it, some of them are ridiculous. They're totally ridiculous and puts fighters in you know in harm promoters the state i mean there's a lot of things that have to be changed so you learn a lot uh where the last show for example this time we're ahead of the game we got the right people to do the right matching we got uh uh everything that killed those other fights we're on top of, you know, uh, and we we like to showcase our guys, you know, and it's sad when, like James Ballard, I mean, he was working so hard for this fight last time, and boom, you know, someone sideways, he couldn't fight, you know, but there's ways the state can work with us more than they do, mm-hmm. you know, I think the state and uh, commission. I think the commission should run boxing, not the state. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like religion in schools, that big, you know, how they have a, in Congress that's a big problem in the schools where now the commission doesn't make the total decisions. Right. Of certain, and, that's, and that's not right. You go to Pennsylvania, you got Serb. Hey, it's his call. You go to Ohio, you got Bernie. You go to Chicago, you got, uh, what's her name? So she is 
the one in charge of boxing. Mm -hmm. And that's how it should be here. You know, and, and too many laws have went just sideways. Oh, yeah. And the boxers are, like, way overcharged. Yep. I mean, you got to spend four or $500 every six months. Not every year, every six months where eye tests in uh, other states, California, two years. Michigan, six months. We're the only one that's six months mm -hmm. for eye tests. Uh, wow. You know, trainers don't have to have licenses. Yep. So you can get somebody off the street and say, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks. You don't get in this corner. Just pretend you're a trainer, which is nonsense. That, that harms fighters, you mm -hmm. know? A real trainer can tell for hey, no, you can't do that. Don't do that. You're going to get hurt. Somebody else that don't have a license, who never trained, that's a serious problem. So, yeah, you, we're always trying to make our shows better. You learn from the mistakes of the previous shows. You right. Know? So you try to beat that. Can we change them all overnight? Absolutely not. Canine, is that something you think after your career's done a few years down the road that you might get into the politics of boxing? I know Bronco McCart's on there. I talk to him a lot. He knows of these problems because I sit next to him ringside when I'm writing for Fight News, and I'm like, this is what the commission needs to be doing. I mean, it, it, think about this. This is crazy. As you mentioned, and I'm going to be honest with the fans out there, the promoters pick the judges and pick the freaking crazy. refs. What state would allow that, really, if you think about that? If there was ever collusion – Involved in a sport. Yeah. Boxing has its past, but that's how it's done here. Mm -hmm. And so that's your guys' right as a promoter because that's the rules. Right, right. And, and you wonder why some big fights don't come here. Then you look at how some of the officiating by judges has been. Oh, and if you have a top prospect, are you going to bring them around when the judging has been this inconsistent? Because exactly. there's been some bad decisions lately. Right. So yes. I think that scares away a lot of fights yeah. to Michigan. Yeah. You know, it's a commission that people don't want to deal with yeah. um back to the tyson Galata fight where i i've still heard horror stories about the commission and this is a while ago this is 2000 yeah. where our commission didn't show up on time for weigh-ins and stuff stuff that's unheard of you know <laughs> when the fighters are cutting weight you know yeah. uh, i wonder how much that is the commission that we don't get somebody you talk about tony always fighting on the road i wonder how much the commission scares away somebody from coming here sure. i mean and this, um, and this is an opportunity to bring everybody in because New York, like we said last time. Opportunity show, right now. New York, I mean, oh, every yeah. show, promoters got paid 50000 for insurance up front. You know, I, and no one's <coughs> doing it for head injuries. For 50000 which is they want a million on each fighter, which is crazy. So you know what? Everybody said, Psh, forget it. Mayweather threw a fight there, you know. uh that's that's a big hasn't problem. happened yet. January fourteenth. Will it happen? Right. Still? That's yeah. you know that's a big problem. Yeah. Costs all around. Costs in Michigan are really. Uh, if you ask me, I mean, anywhere you go, Ohio, twenty bucks for a license, twenty five. Uh, Pennsylvania, thirty. Uh, New York, thirty dollars. Michigan, ninety. Come on, I mean, for a fighter, mm -hmm. you got to pay ninety. And then every state you go to before the fight. You go up there and fill your paper out. Yep. Boom, you pay for it. You get your license. These guys got to get on a computer. These guys got to put their credit card in. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of changes have to be done in boxing in Michigan if it's going to continue. And you see right now, we're putting on shows. Yeah. I mean, yep. 
We're putting on good. Oh, Dimitri's doing a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that last show he had was pff, all of them. And then we're trying to put, I'm trying to put some of the best out there. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing good competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, the guy that canines fight, he's not going to come and lay down, mm-hmm. you know. But I think canines going to be a lot hungrier than this guy is. This guy doesn't know what he's getting into. Where, like he said, uh, Coach Jay about Baca. We got a twenty-eight and ten guy coming in, Perez. Yep. You know, big step up. Perez is a is a tough dude. You know, he's gonna come. Anybody from South America ain't gonna just come and lay down. Mm-hmm. That's that's my from my experience. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna come to fight. Uh, uh, the guy uh, Wade's fighting Cruz. You know, he's, so Wade's gonna come up and wait a little bit. Guy's gonna come to fight. He ain't gonna lay down. Uh, really, most of these guys. Uh, you know, we got, we got guys like K9 said, you don't know who you expect at least could step up. You know, you got that kid, that kid, uh, Chester now, mm-hmm. Caleb. Yeah. Psh, you got to see that boy go. I didn't know. He's, he used to always call me, Eddie, give me on your show. So you know, I get that a lot. So I didn't pay attention to it. So finally his dad sent me a video and says, Nobody in the state can stop him at 126. So you know what? I want to see this kid. I said, okay. So I made a deal that I'll put him on a card. And he came, and I missed his first sparring. And Jay told me, this boy can go. Mm. I took him last week. This is the first time I saw him spar against James Smith. Ooh, they went 10 rounds of banging. And this kid's 18, 19. He's phenomenal. Then you got Jay Nelson. Really, the Jay Nelson, the only guy I seen do a number on him was K9. I remember, remember that, Jay? Uh-huh. I mean, he went in with Tyler. He was hanging in there, and Tyler wasn't in the best shape at the time. You know, and this guy got the best of everybody. He was fun. Then K9 knew exactly. He said, smart. You got to be smart. So K9 walked and says, I ain't letting him breathe him. Boom, 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 boom. This guy, he did a number. But that kid is the real deal. This Jay Nelson, uh, Figueroa, that, that kid's the real deal. Oh, that kid's oh, good. Yeah. That kid is the real deal. Yeah. And I said, the only person I seen do a number on him was the experienced one, you know, which was canine. I mean, he couldn't, he, he couldn't breathe against him. Yeah, he was filming it, so I couldn't let him, you know, get yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy last week, his girlfriend was there, so we didn't know he was taping. His girlfriend was taping, and the guy got canine in the corner. And blah, blah, blah. The canine looked, oh, you're taping, huh? Psh, psh, tape this. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. But canine, right. back to my question, I kind of got off the subject there. But do you think you'd get involved with a state, or what, what's, the, what's after boxing for you? You know what? I, I really don't know. I want to do what he's doing. I want to promote. You know All right. I, mean? I want to promote. He hasn't scared you off of it oh. yet? No, no, no. No, I think I think we'll do it. To, this first show we'll do together, me, him, yeah. and Jay. Oh, know? perfect. Yeah, yeah, right. we'll definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i one. I think, Dimitri, I'm one. I like to see every every promoter succeed, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. I mean, like, I put two of the best fights on Dimitri's card last time. Yeah. The guy who fought James Smith and that uh, kid from England, Mohib, you know? And those were great fights. And then Dimitri's putting Baca on and... We brought him a challenge, so so we're helping each other. If K9 gets in, yeah. I'll be the first guy to help him. I don't yeah. have a 
Uh, in fact, we'll do it together. Yeah, you know? and that's how it should be. That's how yeah, it should yeah. be. It shouldn't be no beefing. You know, this training I want. I mean, this promoter I want him to do good. This promoter I want him. Yeah, I, I want everybody to do kid that. stuff. You know, it's kids stuff. I mean, Carlos. You know, last show it was like scattering, calling me. I said, absolutely. Here's a guy right here. Go mm -hmm. ahead. You know, we're gonna use him. But if you need him right now, go ahead and use him. Right. And he used him. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I think that's how we're gonna succeed. Mm -hmm. If we're gonna sit there and go against. Each other doing well, guess what? It's, it, we'll never succeed in boxing. You know? Well, that brings up a question. I know you know Scotty Buck, but he wanted to ask you a question on our show. Uh, do you think there will be a time when all three promoters are working together? It seems like we're heading in that direction. I, I, I know that two of us are, you know, we even planned. We, we, we've talked about doing a big show. We've talked about doing a big show. Uh, I don't want to put it out there. It's, it's a big organization, you know. That we want to bring on board and do a charity event with real fights. I mean, Dimitri, I've talked about it. Uh, it's in the works. You know, it involves uh, it involves uh, hospital, Children's Hospital of Ann Arbor. Mm -hmm. You know, we're thinking of putting something together. Would we? Absolutely. I think I think it's very possible. You know, I put my guys on. Dimitri puts his guys on. Uh, we put. Guys that are were, that are not with us, signed, put them on there. Uh, I'm sure Carlos will be involved, you know. But I know definitely that I won't have a problem doing it. And that's a good question that I think it should be done, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. And that's how everything will be, you know, better. It'll be better. We all get along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like with, like you say, the product, the politics part though, I would have to know what I'm getting myself into. Like I don't know who the commission is, and I heard it was on um, Wolf and um, Mr. Wolf Gang. Yeah, Wolf's not there now. It's no. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. So I had to really, really, you know, get a conversation with him and know who they are and all that kind of stuff. You know, I would go behind my man Mirror, you know, to see what's going on. I think, I think, uh, I think uh, boxers like Canine should be involved in a commission like Bronco. Yeah. I mean, Ohio, you got Boom Boom, who's a good friend of mine, Mancini. He's taken over for uh, Bernie. He's the next commissioner. And yep. In fact, he started, the, the road started for Bernie to move aside, and Boom Boom Mancini is going to be the next commissioner. Uh, I think it's good because they know they've been there. Oh, yeah. You know, they've right. been there. You know, right. sometimes you, you bring a guy in a debut, oh, he was a phenomenal phenomenal amateur oh he was destroyed but you know what now you're in a pro game it's a whole different ball game they understand well right. he needs to get his feet wet in the pro game it's starting all over now well yeah brock obencart and i don't know if you read the story that i wrote for fight news uh but with delvery you know he, he was winless at the time and how many people you know on the commission he actually went down to monroe and sparred delvery just to see where he was at and then went back to the commission and said this guy's okay to go i think he was 0 10 at the time or something still still hadn't got his first fight but it takes people that know boxing to sure, be on exactly. that sure that's right. not saying the people don't but right. um some of the rules are are very outdated mm -hmm. um we we need it to succeed here in michigan and then it shouldn't be anti promoter either exactly you right you right this he should be able to make money like I mean, that, I mean, that's how shows continue to be put on. Right. Um, yeah. We got another question from somebody, uh, Rick Pratt here. Oh, uh, really quickly, Canine, uh, you ever thought of opening a youth gym training facility in Detroit? Yeah, yeah, I have, I have, I have. Yep. I, um, I was close to doing it. Uh, recently, I was close to doing it. 
But then I thought about how it would take so much time away from my wife and my kids. So it's like, it's like I don't know. But, um, you know, I currently, um, I help out at the gym where I'm at now. Um, actually at Title Boxing, I do a little, little personal training at Title Boxing out in Farmington Hills and out in Troy. So I, I you know, I, I keep myself kind of sharp. I definitely want to get back, you know, but it's like when you do, and when you bring gyms in the, the hood, like the neighborhood, it's like, you, you know, you, you really taking a chance on something happening to you and you definitely ain't going to make no money because you don't make money in the gym. You don't make money in the gym, you know what I mean? You got to really open up a fitness gym, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you still want to get back, so you want to do the fitness and the boxing. So, you know, it's it's something to look into, but, you know, I probably, you know, I'll have to piggyback off off Coach Jay, you know what I mean, because he's been doing it for a while, you know, but I definitely want to get back. These kids, boxing actually helped save my life. God used boxing to help save my life. That boxing gives you discipline like no other. I mean, once I started, once I knew I can really, really fight, I said, if I can do this to a guy in the ring, imagine what I do to somebody on the streets. So that stopped me from fighting. But before I started boxing, I was knocking some of everybody out. I mean, Kimbo Slice ain't had nothing on me. <laughs> I mean, rest in peace, though, but oh, my goodness. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is another great question that Rochelle had earlier, but I was going to ask it for her because she's producing the show right now. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, this goes out to Eddie again. What can they get from your shows that they can't get from the other promoters' shows right now? What sets you apart, you think? Uh, good fights. It's going to be competitive. I mean, we, we're we getting to that point with other promoters, but from day one, I want that main event and that co-main event. When they leave, that's going to be in their mind. You know, they're, they're, they're going to get... The good fun. I like to do it at a nice venue. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, boxing is not just uh, get a box and throw throw a fight in. It's something that people, you know, want, want to feel. I mean, I, when I go out of town and I go into these places, you, you go to Pennsylvania or California or New York, it's a nice venue. An event, an you know, event, yeah. it's an event, mm-hmm. you know. And people want to come thinking, they're at a nice event. I want them to leave thinking, wow, that was a good event. You know, that was a good main event. That was a good co-main event. Nice place. That's how boxing should be. It know? should be. I, I tell uh, everybody all the time, and until you see boxing out of state, where people actually get dressed up and go to it and stuff. Right. I used to wear tuxedos when Emmanuel was around. Okay. There's pictures of me with tuxedos <laughs> in Michigan. Right. People thought I was an idiot. All and I would right. be like, but have you seen... Other states, like I mean, I I can pull you pictures where yeah. I'm gonna bring the tuxedo back soon. Yeah. Maybe not this Saturday, but soon for you. Oh man, you gotta bring. And it back then this uh, everyone will remember. We'll start no. dressing up to the nines again. To the, uh, this like way boxing should be. Yeah, it's special. Put a lot of pressure on me right, though, this right. Saturday, but this it's Saturday, soon. Right. It's coming again. Yeah. But I ain't getting K nine. Hold on, he getting K nine. Yeah, man, that's what I got different. Got I got K nine. They don't have K nine. I know. I know the whole city. I know the whole country. We've been everywhere. Yep. Yeah, you know, so that's what you're getting. You get your dog. Yeah. It used to be it used to be a night out boxing. Yeah. And, exactly. I mean, you have seen the venue. I think that's a yeah. beautiful venue. It is. Really I like the lighting it. there. Yeah. You know, I think the yeah. photography's good there. We're, yeah. we're, and, and it's going to be nicer this time. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's going to get better as we go on. Right now, like the other one, the last show, the mistakes there was are going to be corrected here, mm-hmm. and we have a list of them. You know, that needs to be corrected. Right. And we'll we'll make it nice. We'll make it right. We got somebody coming in who's a good singer uh, to do the national anthem, and we're thinking of her an intermission to entertain. You know. Oh wow. She's a 
she, when she approached me about her, I said, do you think she, I want my, on her YouTube? I said, oh, my God, she's wonderful. So she's going to open up with, a, with a, what do you call it? With a, a song, uh-huh. you know, while before before she does do uh, the national thing, anthem. The national anthem, and it's going to be nice. So we're we're trying. I mean, we got Pete. Pete was doing a he was doing a wedding. I said, Pete, ain't no wedding. We'll pay somebody to go do that wedding. You know, you got to come here and you got to announce. And he so he's 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 back. You know, for a minute I was kind of worried because he does do a great job. Uh huh. You know. So it's gonna be nice. I mean, we're especially having K nine. That's that's exciting. Exactly. You know, exactly. I can just imagine when you know coming out. You know, yeah. we're gonna have that extra walk for him around where he, when he before he gets in that ring. You know, Facebook then went went on fire, right? Facebook no, yeah. Fire. Oh, we you know we did the sponsor. You know, we had twenty seven thousand hits. I mean, there was a thousand. What was it? Uh, uh, I think there was. I want to say over a thousand likes. There was a hundred comments. Uh, so they do. I didn't think it was going to go off that big, you know. And ev- people from everywhere were commenting, you know. People who haven't seen him since elementary. So one guy, hey man, I remember you in elementary. Remember me, man? <laughs> yeah. That's so right. so that's exciting, you know. Yeah. It's exciting for the show. It's exciting yeah. for us. It's exciting yeah. for his trainers, yeah. for his gym. Yeah. For the city, exactly. you know, I mean, it gives them some uh, come out and see, you know, yeah. it's like someone who's the two time world champion hasn't fought here in so long. Then he's coming in. Hey, they got something to go see. But when they come to see canine before they go, they're going to see some fights. Exactly. I mean, you got, like I said, that Baca fight, uh, yeah. Wade, you got Ballard, mm-hmm. you got uh, Jay Nelson, uh, Jay Nelson. Mm-hmm. you got Anthony Flagg. Uh, so that kid, uh, Caleb, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all of them. Then you got that, uh, Sinan who was here last time. Hopefully this time he won't get a no contest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. It's like, yeah. uh, because he was in the show and I felt bad in the no contest, but. Even a woman bout, too. We got a woman bout. Oh, she's on the show right. later. Yeah, thank you. She's oh on the show later, Alicia. She's, she's, she's exactly. special. Right. Alicia. Uh, 15 yeah. years yeah. amateur experience. Oh, she's, yeah, wait you see her going. Pro debut. And we got right. a good, that's going to be a great fight. We got exactly. a good opponent. I mean, right. it's really, they're both fit. They're both solid. They're both boxers. And we're going we to have special guests, too. Special guests going to be there. Tommy already told me he's coming. Tommy Hearns going to be there. So nice. it's going to be a lot of special guests. Celebrities Zap, are coming Zap's out. coming. Zap Judah will yep. be there. Uh, you know, Tony, uh, Tony will be there. Uh, Dominique, you know, and all the boys. Right. And exactly. So it's a reason to come out. It's an event. You got to come out. Because you never know when I might fight in the city again, so you got to come out. <laughs> you got to come out. Really quickly, we are talking about this Saturday, January 7th. It is at uh, the Dearborn Performing Arts Center. The address is 15801 Michigan Avenue, Dearborn, Michigan. Great venue. Doors are at 530. Starts at 7 p.m. Will you have tickets available at the door probably yes, too? Yes, There will be tickets available at the door. Once again, I can give you that number, though, if you want to get your tickets in advance, 248-260-6530 or 313-502-1688. I want to thank you guys all for coming out. Uh, we do have Alicia on later on the show, 8.30. She's calling in. Uh, we're going to talk about her pro debut, but I'm excited. I'm covering it for Fight News, so I'm excited to be covering it for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, it was the first time I've ever written a, a, a fight for you. Because <laughs> I can't of, believe it. <laughs> I know. Well, you're always wow. on time. 
But so yeah, yeah. So this is gonna be great. Um, right. uh, really quickly, we got to do some impersonations, Canine. You got to give us Mike Tyson. Oh my! <laughs> you know, I just don't. I don't know. I just just don't. <laughs> oh man, Canine, man, you should have seen what Mike did to me, man. I took his money, man. You had me all through, everywhere, man. Well, you know, Canine. You know, I always knew he was gonna keep Crunk alive. You know, Canine. Just one of those guys, man. You just never know. You street Crunk, Crunk, straight, straight from the streets. <laughs> I want to oh, hear. Oh man, thanks, man, thanks. We gonna do everything to make sure this fight right here is a good one. I want to hear my favorite Mike Tyson impersonator <laughs> say my favorite Mike Tyson line of "My back is broken." <laughs> there you go. It's broken. It's spinal. Oh, was, it vertebra- <laughs> was it a vertebrae? No, it was spinal. It's no, it's spinal. spinal. That the guy told me my back is right. broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, once again, we're going to be promoting it all uh, all night. We're going to do our pictures here really quick. We're going to let the champ get home, get some rest. It's fight week. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to thank the promoter, Eddie, for coming in. Coach yeah. Jay, thank yeah. you so much for coming in. No this is greatly. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Right. Um, Dog is coming. That's right. Yep. And then K9's back fighting in Detroit this Saturday. Uh, right. We're going to go to our break really quick, take pictures, and we'll be back. We'll come back wow, to the I undercarriage. love it when 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 two. Rochelle gives 18. us the two second warning. I gave you uh, twenty seconds. You weren't listening. Well, so that's your uh, fault. It was a great start to the show. It was. Uh, well, anytime, yeah. Kana. Has he ever been in? St- I don't think he's no. ever been in studio. No. Right? He's no, always no, been on the phone. phone. Yep. So yeah. that's yeah. his first time in studio with us, which is awesome. He's probably been on the show three or four times. So. Uh, oh, oh, sure. Yeah, he's been on a lot. Impersonations and everything like that. And then Eddie, uh, he does. Uh, he's serious, and I've never heard anybody else do it. He does the his best. Tyson non-king. needs work. His tight. Ty- well, but I wouldn't have said that with him in the room. His no, Tyson of course not. But. But uh, his Tyson, Don King's amazing. His Don King is absolutely amazing. Like yeah. he's the only person I know who does it. Really, I've never heard anybody else do it, and it's spot on. Right? You know. What are we uh, looking for? J- I need a the poster. Yeah. Jimmy okay, needs a box. <laughs> no, I need one. Jimmy of needs posters. a box approximately this big by that big. I, <laughs> All right, Eddie. Apparently, he needs to put a human he head in it. I'm not sure. All right, uh, Jimmy's going to do what's on tap really quick. Oh, we're going to get to right. learn about the ring girl. We're going to talk about Ronda Rousey, and uh, we're going to continue on. And then later on, we got Alicia uh, Baumgartner at uh, about 22 minutes from now. Yeah, 8:30. All right. Okay. Go. Oh. So it scared me for whatever reason. That was like <laughs> sharp. Uh, once again, this is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, there is uh, nothing going on in boxing except for <laughs> except for this Saturday at the Fortune Performing Arts Center. <laughs> Fifteen eight zero one Michigan Avenue, Dewar, Michigan four eight one two six. Knockouts on the Ave. Michigan, Michigan and Greenfield. Michigan and Greenfield. That's right. Also known as the Ford Community Performing Arts Center. If you're looking it up on the internet, um, it is. Uh, uh, you know what? Yeah. We, we know our fan base. This is what they'll know. It's right yeah. next to the Dearborn Police Department. <laughs> yes. There we go. All right. Absolutely. So when you started, I had I was I was like, is he going to go Robin Williams in v- Good Morning Vietnam? And like nothing officially is going on <laughs> this weekend in boxing, including a boxing uh, about not officially happening in Dearborn, You're right? Yeah. Where several fighters were Un- will unofficially beat each other up. <laughs> um. So you can go there. Uh, doors open at five thirty. Fight starts at seven. You can see K Nine, uh, who is just in studio. You can see uh, Sanan. Uh, Antonio Wade's going to be there. James Ballard and many other great fighters. 
Um, once again, that's this Saturday at the Ford Community Ford Community, Community. At Performing Arts Center. I can't talk today. Uh, and there is absolutely nothing going on <laughs> in, in MMA this week because uh, it all happened last week. <laughs> So we're going to talk about that. We're going right? to talk about that. I certainly yeah. hope so. So yes, uh, that's once again what's on tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. <laughs> Boy, you earned your money this week. I, you know what? I honestly, I'm like, because I was looking at the dates, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We we come back on the 10th, and the next fight's on the 13th. So nothing this week. All right, yeah. let me check MMA. Uh, we come back <laughs> on the 10th and there's nothing to the 13th. I mean, there were two things going on in like uh, Poland or something like that, oh, well. but I wasn't going to talk about that. Because <laughs> every time I, because A, A, Jimmy if said, I did, screw it. A, a, if I did, you were going to make uh, fun of me because I'd murder the name. Just put ski on the end of every name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just say it, just mumble it. Yeah. And then there's, there's Skabinitsky, who will be taking on Zerbovskabinitsky. Well, let's get to learn a little bit about our ring girl today. She's new to the show, ring girl Tasha. Nice to join us. Hello. Thanks for having me. I should be doing it on Facebook Live, too. We got to get better with Facebook Live. I can do it straight to the show I butchered the Facebook Live um, so hopefully none of you saw that. But oh no, I shared it. Oh, perfect. Right. And I tagged you in it. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> so my friends can make fun of me too. Cool. All right, but new to the show. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourselves. Sure. I got it. I am from Royal Oak originally. Um, grew up there, went to school there, everything, and I've been local in the area since then. Um, even though I'm new to the ring girl aspect, I've been working in the event industry about ten years. Absolutely love it. Um, some fun facts. I've been skydiving twice. Oh, I, where at? Vegas the okay. first time. And then here um, in Romeo, it was yep. called yeah, Midwest mm-hmm. Freefall. Okay, yeah. so these yeah, were yeah. on purpose. It wasn't, yeah, like, you're you, crazy. It wasn't like you found <laughs> yes, yourself in a plane and you're like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm outie. <laughs> nope. Pre-planned um, right, tandem. Good. So, you know, there was oh. someone else and they really gotcha. knew what they were doing. Um the first Obviously, time, though, since actually, you're sitting here. Yeah, yeah. I, I made it. I lied. Um, the first time, though... When I was in Vegas, it was because I was on tour with Britney Spears. What? Wait, oh. back. Hold on a second. Wait, <laughs> wait a name drop. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, hold on. I was. I was she's <laughs> well, like. I get a ballot. Like, I was. I was on tour. I don't know if you guys have I'll heard just, of her. She's you know, a little. Wait a second. A was she known. with Justin Timberlake then? No, this okay. was 2009. Okay. Yeah. So oh. no, this was when she came back from being crazy. Crazy. Her yes. circus tour. I was, her, I like, was just going to ask. Was this okay? So this was post crazy. This was the man eater. Was that what her song was? Womanizer. Yep. Uh, what, that was, was one of the songs that she did. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I actually like that song. <laughs> you would. Is it one of your guilty <laughs> It's one of, is it one of your guilty oh, pleasures? Wait. That- Hit the bell again. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh, he can't help it when, <laughs> whenever that song comes on, he's just like at a red light, like womanizer, womanizer. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. I Here's can the see thing, it though. too. Who was it? There's a fighter. Is my mic on? Or yeah, well, all our mics are on. They're just really okay. Dull. Um, no, no you're fine. super loud in my ear. Oh well, that's well, because your headphones are turned up. I don't know how to do. That. Anyway, um, who there was a fighter? Uh, it was a. I don't know if he's still doing it. I can't remember who it was. Was was coming out to? No, it was like somebody like our local shows. There was a fighter coming out to Womanizer, and I was like, yep, really? That. That's the song that this. Tough ass dude chose to walk out to. No, he was. Well, I told you. 
I, well, I, I, I'm sorry. Anybody who's a boxer and chooses to get in a ring, I consider a tough ass dude. All right, because like I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. Somebody yeah, actually, well, I, I, I was knew the King. answer to who that was. I just messaged it. Was What's Cor- that? Corey Cuppy. Oh, Corey Cuppy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, actually. <laughs> That actually does make a lot of sense. Uh, all right, I was not just saying. Say, I don't know. Just saying. I was amazed. I was like, really? I'm not right. saying, but I'm saying. All right, so you were on tour. Were you a dancer? Were we, you? We have a um, call coming in. Ooh, I think I know who this is. Uh oh. Ooh, where'd they go? No. Well, call back. Anyway, so what, what were what was your role with um with Britney? I, I like to say cotton tech. Um, I sold merchandise. Basically. Okay. Nothing too exciting. Cotton tech? I like that. That's good. <laughs> Cotton tech. But no, was... We, I was a roadie, so I was on tour um, for two months, lived on the tour bus, traveled around North America, and yeah, it was really fun. So I... they actually take their, their merchandise people with them. It's not like that... someone from the city. No, um, that was a little different because typically there's only like one or two people on tour that kind of manage the inventory and then disperse it to like a local team who sell the merchandise okay. yeah, locally. Um, but since it's Britney Spears, she had a bunch of like crazy novelties, like light up stuff. And there was a lollipop. Did she have that underwear? Was $25 for a lollipop because and people bought it. The stem, the stick, whatever, it was bedazzled. And Ooh. you could go online and order refills for like the sugar top that screwed in and out and yeah it was insane people would buy like eight of them two hundred dollars in lollipops i am so i did that why don't i think of things like that that's awesome no one would buy your lollipop it doesn't have to be my lollipop but somebody came up with that and said hey britney you're well, right. see, I always right. want to know yeah. which uh, which artists have underwear because I bought JT underwear Jesus on his tour. Christ. That's right, and I wore them and I loved it. Uh, uh, how, hold on, get hold to, on. How much did you pay for them? Uh, twenty five. That's actually for a pair of underwear. Yeah, how much well, did it cost at a Victoria's Secret? They're like twenty yeah, bucks. That's that's yeah. actually kind of so. But, but okay, but was it underwear that he had worn? <laughs> I hope not. Ooh. No, I think she I would absolutely love that. Damn, I, think... I would have wore them. <laughs> well, that's... Really quickly, i got to ask the question. Did you meet Brittany all, all, uh, that, all that time? Yes, kind of. Um, we weren't technically allowed to talk to her, but we... <laughs> of course. We Don't look her in the eyes. Just, where they're like, are like everybody, Brittany's coming in. Yeah. Do yeah. not look directly at her. Do yeah. not look her in the eye. Who yeah. was that? Was that Prince? Somebody you couldn't look in the eye. Uh, Prince. It was uh, Prince. So it was Prince at the Grammys. Uh, one of the... Like, everybody that sat around him would get... A, a letter before the show that said, you will be sitting near Prince. Do not look at him. Particularly, <laughs> do not look him in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I, anyway, I, so, I, so, so Brittany, so you yeah, met Brittany. Kind of. We, were, we stood next to each other in the buffet line one night for dinner. <laughs> what does she, no, what does she eat? No, no, this is awesome. So what does she eat? Is she like one of the. Oh God, I don't remember. It's a buffet she, line. Yeah, it well, was, that, it well, was that's catering. Like we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner every night, show days. It was just. Right. But I want to know if she's on like break. one of those. It was in L.A., I remember they served duck that night. <laughs> I don't remember. What you were at a buffet with duck. <laughs> yeah, it was well, that's fancy. Brittany. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Brittany. Fancy. Does she load she up? Bedazzled suckers. Does she load <laughs> up? Exactly. Was the duck bedazzled? Uh, no. Okay. Was it a turducken? No. No. <laughs> does is does Brittany load up or does she be it like, was, oh, I'm no, not going to eat very much? I, I mean, it was a decent plate. It wasn't like overflowing with food, okay. but there was there was some stuff okay, on so. it. It was before her show, though. So that's what I was going to say. Know, she's they getting eat up before on stage, the show or shaking it, whatever. You don't yeah. want to get a cramp. Oh, oh well, you don't want to accidentally poop yourself either. That's. I mean, that's terrible. And you need energy too. <laughs> or just accidentally right. she does yeah. a lot Carb of bending and stuff. You Carb don't want to like yeah, exactly. like bend right. like have one of your damn bend over and put a run of your dancers and then like oh and then Oh, you know what happens. 
Oh, all the time. <laughs> well, but guy, a lot of guys pay extra for that. Exactly. Was she like a total wreck though, like in sweats and her hair not what? done? Like, or was she like done um, up, Brittany? She was put together because again, it was pretty close to showtime, so I'm sure it was professionally all glammed up. Did you guys um, talk shit behind her back? No. Well, I want to no. know. If you, <laughs> it was like the same really. lame concert in Charlotte. Did you talk to her in the I buffet line? I definitely memorized all the, the songs, songs, the order, the everything by the end of it. Because yeah, it was thirty six concerts. No. Was it? Was it a? Months. It was an elaborate production oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've never seen Britney in, in concert. I know she's playing in Vegas. Like, isn't she still in Vegas doing a? I think so. She a had a long contract stint? there for. A I know while, Backstreet yeah. Boys are coming. That's great. <laughs> yes, I did. Backstreet that. back. All right. Damn straight. Um, did uh, did you get to talk to her in line or? No. Okay, so you just had to like pretend it wasn't right. Britney. We just did like the shoulder to shoulder thing and. Ah. You know what? Actually, I give her. Re- I actually give her respect for getting in line with her people with the riffraff yeah. right because I mean she could be like bring me food to my trailer true he just called you riffraff by the way I know, like, I know I know listen if you're on the Britney tour and you're not, not Britney, Britney you're and you're, you're not riffraff. allowed to talk to her I, no, I don't even care if you are allowed to talk to her if you're on the Britney tour if your name is not the name on the tour you're riffraff now, <laughs> we definitely got into some trouble now when we mar- weren't working yeah oh, 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 oh alright alright hold, hold on no no that's where I'm going too yeah. oh, no, no I'm I know you're married, so as your legal counsel now, I'll say you don't talk stories about yourself. But I <laughs> picture legal. these. No, these absolutely tra- talk. Brad doesn't even yourself. have. Brad doesn't even have a law degree from like a Caribbean <laughs> school. All right, so I'm just saying, do not accept. But we, but we like Tasha, and we'd like her to continue right. yeah. being able to work. I'm for just us. saying. I picture like. A band camp on wheels. How much sex was going on oh, between God. all the workers and like the hanging out? And oh drinking? yeah, was there hookups um, between people that work yeah. together? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm sure. especially like the roadie life. There's a lot of people that that's all they do for work. It's lonely out on the road. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. So a lot of them knew each yeah. other from other tours, and you know, already had relations and whatnot. And yeah, did it's uh, like a big happy family? Would Brittany, oh. would Brittany ever hold like a like a Hunger Games type of thing to get to like spend the night with her or anything like? No. To the death and like this, the, like what whoever, are you like whoever. About? Sta- no Listen, idea. if I was Five Brittany, men enter. Right, if I, one man leaves. Well, actually, I, I well, I mean, with Brittany, is they probably all enter. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I believe I believe her favorite is the minivan, which is two in the front, four in the back. <laughs> Well, that has to be our next question. For, oh man, that has to be our next question. How for many people tickets. can fit in that van? No, 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 no. Oh, there's room. You can get two in the front, four in the back with luggage and a cooler. Well, I don't know. Jimmy I went to clown school or, or applied for clown school. I didn't know how many people could fit in the van. Uh, in a van? It was a circus themed tour. No, I know. I'm saying so. If you took an actual van, I could probably get about mm, yeah seventy five. A van? Yeah, I mean you could. Yeah. You can get Tetris. a lot of people in a van. Yeah, I mean, you, you can fit ten people into a tiny little clown car. Sure. It's just it's, oh, it's yeah, literally it's playing human day. God, every damn show no, you have to Tetris. get back to Jimmy no, no, and his clown just, school. It's just it's playing. Jimmy human flunked Jenga out of clown person. school. All right, he I flunked out of clown, of clown school. I didn't get to go because I couldn't afford it. Oh, oh, that's right. It's not that he flunked out; he wasn't accepted. <laughs> I was accepted. I couldn't go because I couldn't afford it because it was too expensive. Well, if you were in a GoFundMe page for you, this was this was. Decades before GoFundMe. <laughs> this was like 97. Yeah, so you were well, eight years you old. Well, right, your lifelong so. dream. We can help you well, get there. How you know what? College is actually gone. You know what, Jimmy? If you were any good, you would have got scholarships. They didn't offer scholarships. Well, they're a shitty and- clown school. <laughs> 
And you couldn't get federal financial aid. Well, of course you couldn't. Come on. They they get financial aid to politicians. They're all a bunch of clowns. But they don't. You can't get federal aid for a clown school. Well, they wouldn't even give it to. They wouldn't even give it to ITT Tech. All right. They're not going to give it to Frank's clown school. They they give it to people going to Ohio State. I mean, that's just as ridiculous. But that actually is a good point. (laughs) That's a good point. All right. Let's put up as a question for the next set of tickets. uh, Which performing artist did she work for? So you had to listen to the show to know that. Uh, so, so I guess we're, we're giving away six in total now. We already oh, have two. We've, two. Already, we've already given well, away the give two away questions. Well, they give away two to February 4th, MMA at the Joe. And, okay. Uh, they got to recite. The last who, show at the Joe. Who right. she uh, worked for, which right. famous artist. So, so was K-Fed around? Was she with Kate? Uh, really? I think so, this was after her Brad, kids were there. This was after she was crazy. Brad yeah. would be a terrible game show host. Her He's like, all right, answer back. this question. Right. <laughs> Unless it was a wig. Who but did? I'm sure who was. did Tasha? <laughs> what really famous? Long, so what famous yeah. artist did Tasha work for? So when you were working with Britney Spears? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they gotta be listening to the show to win the tickets. So there we go. Okay. All right. How tall are you two? In case we need another question, we're going five three. All right, so we'll put Not her height up there, too, mm-hmm. as, as a later question. All right, well, thank you so much for joining 36, us. 36, 24, 36. Only if she's 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> so your girlfriend rolls a Honda. Playing <laughs> workout taste by Fonda. <laughs> oh, no. I'll keep my women like Flojo. Wow. All right. What? <laughs> We got we got nine minutes to roll through what I saw at UFC really quick, and the good news is uh, I know the Ring Girl uh, Tasha watched it. I know Rochelle has watched it. Jimmy, did you see the uh, couple did. seconds? <laughs> the uh, couple seconds 40, was a forty-eight seconds. It was forty-eight yeah. seconds. That, I even saw that. That has right, to be so. Well, I watched it later online. Still. That has to be one of the worst main events in UFC, if not the worst main event. I was trying to think of the. The worst main event. That might be it. Have you seen the memes? Yeah. Oh, they're great. Oh, yeah. Well, the one that I love is the uh, it's it's the three of them. Right. So it's it's Ronda Rousey is like it's her. And it's like worst performance of 2016. Yeah. Then the Ohio State coach is like, no, 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 we are the Uh-oh. worst performance. And yeah. then and then it's just Mariah Carey going, hey, y'all, hold my beer. <laughs> I need. But seriously, I, 48 seconds, dude. Yeah. Yes. That I, was didn't throw a punch. If I'm doing that, I need the information for that thing for February 4th. Okay. I'll give it to you on break. Okay. Um, in like a couple minutes before we go to Alicia. Uh, so my take on UFC, let's go over just the Ronda aspect. Um, let's let's not mistake. Ronda was a bully. Okay. In modern society, she would be considered what a bully was. Um, she was not nice in the media to her opponents. Uh, I remember her not wanting to shake hands with Misha Tate. And she believed that. She was all that in a bag of chips. So her fall from grace, and it is a fall from grace. Her endorsements deals aren't what they were before this fight. Her movie deals aren't what they were before this fight. She is human. We talked about this before. Um, I believe I said that I thought Nunez was going to beat her because I thought Ronda was mentally broken, and it appears Ronda's mentally broken. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. No surprise here, but I will give her props that she was a pioneer for women's MMA. Yes, absolutely. Sure. So there she gets a applause from me. Um, there, but, if it hadn't been for Ronda, there would have never been a Ronda Nunez main event fight. There would have been no female main event fights in, in MMA. She's the one that allowed women to have the main event in you know big MMA uh, fights. 
fights and stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what, what do you do? Really? Like, we're trying to do a show here, guys, and you're going <laughs> to... She's just rolling over my posters well, over there. Oh. puts it right next to my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's Put your <laughs> toys away, Brad. They're rolling over my posters. <laughs> um, but quite simply, when you have that personification or if that's the role you're going to play, the the hill downward is steeper. Mm-hmm. And she has to look in the mirror and realize that she was specially treated by UFC. Yep. Dana White spent 46 minutes, he said, with her after the fight. Not with the winner, Nunes, right. uh, consoling her or hugging her. He said like – he had some quote saying, I hugged her for 45 minutes. She wow. was, didn't have to do media week. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to any fighter? Because mm-hmm. media week's part of it. Canine mm-hmm. was here doing media obligations. Mm-hmm. You're a fighter. Yep. She was pampered and even though pampered and a year later, she was demolished. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why she thought she could do stand-up against Nunes. I remember that Ronda was on Ring Magazine, and that's the most embarrassing thing ever because her stand-up is horrific. And it was embarrassing when it, she was on it because um, there was a lot of female boxers that were deserving of it. Holly Holm has never been on it. Um, so I think at this point, Ronda's done. I don't think we'll see her back. I don't care what she says. I don't care what her mom says. I don't care what anybody says. I think... Some people just don't come back mentally. This is an outside observation. I think she's done. Um, that's not to say that she's not a Hall of Famer. What she did wasn't great. Her run wasn't great. She wasn't must-see pay-per-view. But what happens with that is you have as much people rooting against you as you do for you, as Conor McGregor does. If Conor was to lose, people laughed that Conor lost. So what you have here is... A unique situation in which she was a superstar, a legit superstar, just like Conor McGregor. It's an it factor that not every fighter has, and you don't have to be the best fighter to have an it factor. And she wasn't clearly the best fighter in the last two years in the women's division. Um, you know, all that stuff catches up with you, and why why the hate is so bad on uh, Facebook is the way that she. Went about her business, you know. Misha Tate came across as a very lovable character. There wars where she didn't hold her hand or, you know, anything like that or not hold her hand, touch gloves. All that comes back and haunts you. Um, we'll start and work our way around this way really quickly. Tasha, um, what was your imperson- uh, impressions of Rhonda? Was she a bully? You think now that she's lost, she's getting what she deserves or what? I did think that she was a bully for sure. Like you said, that she was very – rude at some points to her opponents but at the same time I, I kind of felt bad when it happened because you know it showed the whole preview before how she's been working so hard this past year she spent like three months or whatever it was to find herself again and you know really really building her up and then even when they were both in the ring and they were talking about him just all the attention was on Rhonda and you know this Brazilian chicks over in the corner just looking at the crowd like not paying attention to the cameras at all just stretching relaxing and then boom like Rhonda's gone. She wasn't even – Nunez was even in the advertisements for I the know. Fight. Yeah. So and she's the champ. And I, I was rooting for her, not going to lie. I love Brazilians. One of my best friends is Brazilian. I've been to Brazil. Um, and they're fierce. So I, I kind of had a feeling about her as well. And just when that first hit, you know, took Rhonda right on the face, it was just clear – as day on her face that it was not going to end very well and it was going to end very quickly. It looked like she didn't and want to be there. No, not <laughs> at all. Like just, you know, shock 
and her eyes just lit up. And yeah, I, I felt bad. But at the same time, as you mentioned, she kind of had it coming. So. You think she's done? I do. After that, like I said, since she took so long off and she did so hard, you know, working and everything to get back to that point and try to make a name for herself again and then to have it all taken away in 48 seconds, that's a real big shock. So the power to bounce back when Connor lost to uh, it was Diaz he lost to. Yes. Um, the power to bounce back. And we were talking about it to canines. Certain fighters have it. It doesn't mean that you're not necessarily a good fighter. But when the invincibility is gone, when mm-hmm. Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, the invincibility was gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once it mentally leaves you, you got to become a different fighter. I don't think Ronda's capable of it. I think she lived on that invincibility that when I walk in the ring, everyone's scared of me. Yeah. yeah. Like we were saying. Marv, what were your impressions of the fight as we work our way around the room? Uh, I, I, I can't say it any better than Tasha did. <laughs> I mean, I, I I will admit that, like, I, I knew that she had lost already, like, because I watched, like, you know, I watched highlights later because I was surprised, right? Like, I looked, I was like, really? She lost in 48 seconds? Highlights must have consisted of the entire fight, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, fight. but I'm just saying, like, I didn't, I didn't get to see the fight live, and I was like, really, she lost in 48 seconds? Well, I got to see this, right? And um, yeah, I don't think I, I did she throw any punches? I don't. I, I, she I can't remember. Swung at her. Yeah, like I was yeah. just like, I, like, I don't think any of them landed though. Yeah, right. Like I was just like, wow. Like she, it, it was. I was like, is she even trying? Like, did yeah. she? Did she? Like she got. She got those first couple of punches, and it almost like, well, all right, uh, okay, I'm going to lose this one too, you know. So yeah, it definitely that hunger is not there anymore, and um, I, yeah, she's um, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on the fight? <laughs> well, uh, Rick just uh, Rick Pratt just uh, uh, sent a message, which I agree with. Uh, she needed a tune-up fight before a big fight like uh, the once Nunes again fight. favored, given right, exactly. a title fight over somebody that yeah, should have exactly. deserved a title, uh, but. Um, she, she was given the title fight. Um, I, I honestly thought that like going into the fight, um, I'm like, you know what? She might be able to do this as soon as, as soon as I watched her walk over to Nunez and try to stand up and went, she lost. That was it. She lost. I knew as soon as she tried to stand up, she was, uh, she was going to lose. I was expecting her to rush in there, get inside Nunez. Uh, do the judo toss, get her on the ground, and submit her, which is her thing. She cannot stand up. She <laughs> learned this from Holly Holm. She cannot stand up. No her, head movement. No head movement. No, no nothing. She had to get in there. She had to do the judo toss and get the arm bar. That was the only way she was going to win. And we saw what happened when she didn't try to do that. And I agree with you. I think she's done... Um, if we ever see her again, it's going to be kind of a novelty thing. It'll be a feeder person. WWE. It'll be, well, not, not even necessarily that. I'm talking about in the UFC or any kind of MMA. Yeah. It'll just be a feeder thing where, hey, it's Ronda Rousey. Come see Ronda Rousey fight, you know, like a sideshow kind of thing like that. <laughs> she will never be the main event again. She's done. How about you, Rochelle? Done? To be honest, when I watched um, the weigh-ins, the way she uh, conveyed herself in there, like, there was no, not the old Rhonda there. She, like, got up there, got on, just calmly walked over and just sort of, like, threw on her pants and just, then they had to oh, do the. Stormed off again. No, they, then they did the face off and she put on a show for that. You know, she had the, the look and then it was just, you know, I'm done. And then out. 
mm-hmm. and it's just that wasn't her before that. There was a rumor going around that uh, the first press conference she broke down uh, after the press conference and cried. Can't confirm the rumor, but know it from a few people. So that that may have happened. Um, but I don't know. Rochelle would have to tell you how long I've been saying she's been broken. And I knew she would come back from this. And this isn't to brag. Sometimes I don't want to be right because she's good for us. She's good for the undercard. Without Rhonda, we got less to talk about. Without Connor, we got less to talk about. But I knew she was a fighter that could not come back. And I, I bet you right now Misha Tate beats her. Misha Tate, who could never figure her out like a Rubik's Cube, if Misha Tate was to come out of retirement and face her, she would run through Ronda. And it's just – it's it's something mental. I think we've all gone through something in our lives that mentally has been a roadblock or a mountain. But with fighters, it's interesting. And that's why K-9 is such a, a great story because you got to get you got to get over those losses and it is a battle in your head. And I just think Ronda, because of popularity – in everything that comes with that position, I don't think she'll ever be ready for it again. Uh, really quickly, we got to talk about the UFC, and uh, we'll do that after. Let's call Alicia really quick. And um, I just realized that I don't have headphones at work, so I won't be Here able to hear Al- Alicia. There we go. Now I have headphones at work. Hey, Alicia, this is Brad. You're live on the undercard. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Excuse me. We are joined by Alicia Baumgartner. Did I say your name correct? Yes, you did. Awesome. That's a first. Yeah. Normally, I don't, so that's great. She's making her pro (laughs) debut this Saturday, January 7th. Uh, We were talking with the promoter earlier and everything. I tell you what, after K-9, everybody's talking about you being on this card, making your pro debut. Um, how how ready are for are you for it? Fifteen years in amateurs. Tell us a little bit about uh, your pro debut here. Oh well, I'm definitely excited for this new step in my journey. Um, boxing and amateur for fifteen years definitely gave me the experience to move on to the next step in my pro career, and I think it's great that it's going to be in Dearborn since it's close to Ohio, and I have family and friends coming out to support me. And I'm just ready to show my talent and to show what I love to do and really make um, a statement for women's boxing. So I'm definitely excited. been training very hard. was able to train in Florida and um, also in Ohio. And I'm really excited to start this next step. Well, Alicia, you're, you're in luck because I don't know if you know too much about the undercard, but I am a predictor of sorts. I got the moniker of uh, Kid Vegas for being right on many predictions. And I've said for the last year, I believe women's boxing is the next big thing. And I honestly yeah. still do believe this. I get ridiculed in uh, boards. I get ridiculed in groups about this. But you wait. It's happening. And Invicta's yeah. launching a women's boxing league. I think you're right place, right time. So, I mean, that, that's just luck. That's just God's plan for you. But tell us uh, how excited you are for uh, women's boxing here uh, to be taken off a little bit. I'm just excited because we're able just to show that we work just as hard as the men do and we train hard. You know, we we go through the gruesome workouts and we fight. You know, sometimes I feel like you, you won't see a bad female fight and 
unless, you know, they're not doing anything. But, you know, they're just going. We're going and we're moving and, you know, dodging punches and, you know, doing what we do best. And I think that it's not looked upon, you know, as a, a male, since it's such a male-driven sport, it's like, oh, women, boxing, blah, blah, blah. But, no, we, we're really doing it. And I think that it's just a great time and an awesome opportunity for us to make a statement. Now, we were talking a second ago about Ronda Rousey, and, uh, you know, it, it she is a, a women combatant in, in MMA, and she's opened doors for, obviously, women's boxing in women's sports. Um, did you see her last fight? Are you able to chime in on it? Okay. You coming from a boxing background, uh, rate her stand-up. Um, you know, honestly, I would probably give it about a, a six. Ooh. I, Only because, you know, you when you're standing up and you're boxing, you know, you really have to pay attention on what punch is coming next. Moving your head. It's just so important, and, you know, with Holly Holm beating her, I'm like, wow, you know, a boxer did that. Female boxer beat her at that level just by boxing her. And, you know, I think, um, you know, for her, this last fight that she had, they already knew how to beat her, and she definitely didn't. I would thought she would have stepped her skill up with the boxing because, you know, um, with standing up, you know, you're going to take those target shots and she definitely didn't achieve that. Yeah, so, that year. You know, overall, she's a great fighter and, um, you know, she did prove herself also as a female athlete in MMA and, you know, I think that's also great. Now, I grew up with uh, Mia St. John, obviously Layla Ali. Um, who who do you respect in the female women's boxing game? Who do you who who do you think your style's like, and who do you idolize? You know, honestly, I would say that uh, I'm just a little different. I would say, you know, with women's boxing, growing up, I didn't really look look at it because you know it wasn't popular, and you know it was only popular for a name. You know, Muhammad Ali's daughter, great boxer. Um, I love the way she fought, but right now I think in this era it's a, it's a different type of boxing just like it is with the males, and um, I think that I would say I would have to choose myself as my own inspiration to change the boxing game for female boxing. Awesome. Uh, your first fight, you going to win by knockout, or is this going to go to decision, or what? what are you, how do you see this fight playing out? Definitely see a knockout coming. Mm. <laughs> are you going to try yeah, to get a little bit of work in, or are you going to try to end this in the you first know, round? I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna boxer. You know, I think a lot of people focus so much on a knockout, but boxing is a skill sport. It's it's beautiful to watch, and I think if you can outpoint somebody and just box and make it look pretty, that's and put on a good show for someone to watch. That's what people like, and I'm really good at doing that. You know. So, you know, knockout, beating her to the punch is, is definitely something that I'm going to do. Now, 15, ye- something to myself. 15 years of amateur experience. Tell us some of the awards that you've won uh, and accomplishments you've had over 15 long years of amateur career. Um, well, I won the National Pal Tournament out in Oxnard, California. I've won um, Springside Tournament 
out in Kansas City. I went to the Junior Olympics and won at 17. It was um awesome experience just to be able to travel at such a young age and um, win these national tournaments and also just local tournaments with the Golden Gloves and um, just just the fights that I was able to go to definitely helped me in my career. And um, I also wrestled before that and was a three-time national champion, women's champion for wrestling. So it was awesome just to be able to experience all that and prepare me. Well, that's an upcoming fight this Saturday. That sounds like maybe an MMA career down the road. Some wrestling in there? Maybe. Maybe some yeah, MMA. You don't maybe never not. know. <laughs> maybe maybe not. I really love I really love boxing, you know. I think if you're able to I want to prove something in women's boxing for myself and for other people to show that, you know, women's boxing is just as popular as men and um it's a skill and when you master a skill and you're still mastering it, I think that's just the best part about boxing. And just bringing back, you know, having everyone watch it at, like, Saturday night. Like, oh, let's watch boxing. You know, I think we need that back. And um, we lost it there for a little while. But I definitely think it's coming back with the male coming up and the new fighters and especially for women also. Uh, Really quickly, have you had the chance to meet uh, Clarissa Shields? Have you had any time in the ring with her? Obviously, she's a big name in women's boxing, uh, a 2012 Olympic champion and the 2016 Summer Olympic champion. Yeah, uh, me and Clarissa actually go way back. We um, actually roomed together when I was out in, um, I think, North Carolina for a tournament. And that's when I first met her. Great, great boxer. She works hard, and, you know, she's definitely proved everybody wrong with two gold medals and I think that's awesome and um definitely rooting for her in her career definitely two different weight classes but um that's right so you can root for her. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah I think you know she's doing great and you know we're all trying to prove something uh her her nickname's T-Rex do you got a nickname out there that is stuck with you um, yes, I actually have the bomb. My last name's Bomb Gardener, so I just think you know that fit, and I'm just gonna be dropping bombs on these girls. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <You know? laughs> very nice. So, well, yes, I'm, the bomb always be the bomb gardener. Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna be there writing for Fight News uh, January 7th. Once again, tickets are still available. Dearborn Performing uh, Center. Uh, it's happening. Uh, doors 5:30. Uh, fights are at 7 so thank you so much for yeah. joining the undercard uh, maybe we'll have uh, a way to tape an interview after and get you back on the show yeah. too thank you for giving me this opportunity and I hope to see a lot of people out to support every boxer out there and put on a good show really quickly though if you are an Ohio State fan you know you can't bring that to the state of Michigan yeah I don't <laughs> recommend that in fact rent a car do like, not have Ohio plates in yeah. the parking lot like I mean you can't yeah nothing like that you know that right <laughs> We'll keep it minimum. <laughs> right, all right. No, no, yeah, probably not. What, what what color are your trunks? Um, they're actually red, white, and blue. Okay, well, okay. okay all right, that's respect. That, yeah, that, that's fine. That's we, we're okay with that. Yeah. All right, we'll see you uh, January 7th. Take care. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you. All right, that's Alicia the Bomb, uh, Bomb Gardener. Uh, Brad? What? Do you know what just happened? Uh, yeah, somebody just dropped in. A surprise guest. I love surprise <laughs> guests, though. That's awesome. We just popped up. That's what we well, do. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys know him as the Equalizer. 
James I'm in Ballard. The building. Yes, I am. <laughs> Your better half, Claire. Yes, always. Well, I was actually I was actually talking about Claire, and then like Claire stopped in, and then yeah. she yeah, yeah, yeah she right there. she just yeah. happened to bring Ballard with her. I just right. I mean I was it's Claire and it's Ballard with her. <laughs> yeah, nice ring. We had a good show. Did you listen to the beginning of it yet? No, uh, no they were on their we way just, here. We just came here. Oh, okay, yeah. we were. We had want to see what y'all are doing. Well, we've been giving <laughs> a lot of attention to January seventh, uh, and you know we haven't touched too much on what's been going on nationally because it's kind of that dead period in boxing, you know, around the holidays and stuff. Uh, you know, Frampton Santa Cruz is coming up pretty soon, so we'll start yeah. breaking that down after this. Uh, that and Salidas card, but you got to fight. Tough individual. Tell yes. us a little bit about the guy you're going against. And uh, last time you were ready all the way up into weigh-ins and uh, a little disappointing the fight didn't happen. But this fight looks like it's happening this Saturday. Talk about it. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to fight on Showtime. We was going to deliver an outstanding performance. Probably would have been the fight on TV if we would have got the swing bout. But it didn't go that way. So, you know, um, we finally got a shot to get a fight on uh, Ed's card. And it's about to happen. And I come to fight. You know what's about to happen. I'm about to sit him down. He's about to go to sleep on some NyQuil stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing no game. Yeah, he's fighting um, Robert Guerrero out of yes. Holland, yep. Michigan. And what he was talking about is we actually were supposed to, well, he was not we. I don't fight him. But he was supposed to fight <laughs> Robert um, in New York last April. Mm-hmm. But it fell through yep. on uh, at the casino. Oh, okay. Stone Resort. But, hey, now, now it's here. Oh, it's in the yeah. D. And I know you're hungry. Oh, yeah. I know you're ready. Uh, this is actually a really good card. Yes, From top it is. to bottom. Yes, it, it is. Um, I expect- to start the year off is an awesome card, actually. It is. Yes. Yes. Uh, good main event with K9. He's a big name and stuff yes. like that. But a lot of yes, young, young talent on there. Uh, I expect you to win by knockout. I'm yes. just going to say it. Uh, I'm going to deliver for you. Yeah, just, I mean, just for you. It's just for you. I, mean, I mean, I would say, like, I got, like, Third round. A couple hundred dollars that says <laughs> knockout. Th- third round. In the third. Let's get it. Third round. Let's get it. Are you Let's listening? Get it done. Yeah. Let's get Buy it a done. knockout. I got orders. I got orders. I told you I got third. orders. I got orders. I got to get it done. You, got, you get paid the same amount if you get them out in 10 seconds or if you That's true, stick yeah. around. So you might as well do it. Tell us a little bit about this magazine that you're in, too. Well, shout out to Dequaz Lee, the MMA boxing magazine. I was a dub fighter. Of uh, the month for his magazine, and um, uh, he wrote a very, very, very nice article about me, you know, and I really appreciate that. And you know, he keeps some jokes in there too. Well, so. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Right for you, know. you, right, right for yeah, you. That's, you know? that's good. So we, you know, I mean, I'll be the judge of whether they're good jokes, but <laughs> well, they refer to me as his lover in, on the in the magazine, and we oh. literally oh. Oh. I was like, wow. I'm like, we went from maple syrup to now I'm his lover. Right, right. <laughs> So I was like, wow, wow. So, it just keeps getting better. When we you read know, it, we literally yeah, it fell does. off our it does. We were like, so, what? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so he, um, yeah, he wrote That's a nice awesome. article about me, and I really appreciate it. So um, we actually brought y'all by a uh, um, magazine. Oh, thank you. Know. you. Sweet. Thank you yeah, very much. Why we came back. Y'all said we can come back. Come You're always you are always welcome. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can yeah. stop by any time. We yeah. actually were in uh, Novi. Yeah. Doing a uh, making, he was making a little presentation video along with um, Wolf, you know, our former commissioner, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff Dyers, our new yes. commissioner, John Lee Pack, and uh, Mary Jo Sanders, Mary Jo Sanders, and mm-hmm. who else? Uh, and, Frank uh, Garza. Yeah. And uh, I like those for, people. They're they're great. So it was great. Nice so it was people. a classic. So they put together a little video uh, pr- to present a little girl, Julia, who has cancer in New York. Yeah, WBC. Oh, yeah, yes. WBC. 
um, a little honorary belt. It's adorable. It's so oh, it's really awesome. small. Yep. So they made a little small. It's it's adorable. So yeah, we she's just fighting. came back from there. Yeah, she's fighting cancer. She's whooping cancer. She ain't Good. playing around. She whooping Good. cancer. So Good. we and had to do something for her. And Frank Garza mm-hmm. is really close with the WBC, and uh, he's done that for fallen boxers and stuff like that. Right. Uh, yeah, I outstanding, Ralph. Real, uh, real dedicated to the game. Yep. Uh, I, get, I do got to ask this, Claire. Don't okay. get offended. All I right? won't. You won't get offended? Not at all. And we're just going She's off not there. The type. All right. Okay. So <laughs> you're you're defined as lover in the magazine, but you're also boxing right. manager here. So the old adage is that there's no lovemaking in training camp. So like lover Claire might want lovemaking, but manager Claire might know lovemaking is not good. So how do you how do you decipher that? Yeah, how you decipher that? <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious. Did you see that? What needs? He perked well, right up, didn't he? Let me just say this. We don't go to any after parties. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Okay. I'm patient until after the fight. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, that, was, that was the right answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Team the right Ballard answer. over there. <laughs> I was just curious. I, I, I'm quoting the magazine here. I know. I know. He's not moving in on my Howard Cosell status. Is uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying. No, that's no. you. That's you. You got that spot on lock. All right. That's you. I want to think I got competition. I don't no, want to have to take you out like Friday night. You. No. All right. All right. Friday night shrimp or something. Let's go. All right, man. <laughs> Let me know from there. Well, actually, he's supposed to do an, have an eating contest at Capers. Oh, After yeah. The fight. With, with, jabs, yeah, like with the Dave. Dave. Fight with Dave. Like, yeah, the, the, the food belt on the line. You can eat what? What are you eating? Whatever. Oh, so it's it's not like a ribeye. Yeah, it's a ribeye, but it's no bone. Okay. Okay. And um, oh, just like training camp. Right. Hey, that was what he came with that one. But yeah, so it's a um, it's a contest to see. You know, he hold the belt in the food eating, so. You know, he didn't. So you're gonna go take he, it. He from won it. a couple titles in the food. Yeah. Even. So if you want to partake in that, anyway, you guys can join. So why are you looking at me like? So, I can't I can't anyone? I was talking right. about well, so he's oh, smart because his choices were try to beat Ballard in the oh, ring, sorry. or challenge him to a food eating contest. Right. Take it to the table. Take it All to right. the table. Jimmy, can you do it? <laughs> like, oh no. No. Jimmy's like, I don't know. I've seen him fight, but I haven't seen him eat. And you know what, no. you know what Capers is, right? Yeah. I don't, yeah, where you buy your steak by the pound, like yeah. you 46 pounds, whatever. I, oh. I might not look but like you gotta, it, but you got to eat the potato, too. Stomach. You got to put the potato oh, down. Oh, you got to do it all. Yeah, the potato. Yeah. Oh. I would advise not to yeah. drink no pop because pop will fill you up. Exactly. What? Do you have to you drink something, too, or is it just, say you have yeah. to drink water. Like water or something? Yeah, you can drink water, but the potato But that's still going to fill you up, though. You definitely got to finish the potato. You cannot... Really quickly, I've eaten with you, James. You're a slow eater. Is there a time limit? Because that's going to hinder you. See, that's the thing. i got to figure that part out. Yeah, I don't know. Because if, if you do that, then I might be in a little Marvin, trouble. You, you want the slowest eater I've ever eaten. Really? <laughs> really? Slowest eater I, I, ever. I take I my time. He takes his time to enjoy it. Yeah. you got to do a water load before the— So is there a right? time limit, or so, can you be there all day? We don't know yet. we got to figure no, it out. You can be there all day. No, it's 60 minutes. Okay. So like a half hour before— Listen to me. I'm your trainer on this. Okay. Let me know. Look at me. Do it, look at I'm looking. about a half hour before you eat. You want to do a water load, okay. right? So you want to drink as much water as you can, okay. and that's going to blow your stomach up just a little bit, okay. right? And then you're gonna and you're gonna pee it out before before we go to the before table. you go. But it's going to blow your stomach up just a little bit, so you can get more in there. 
Yeah. Uh, For real, that I, works? That absolutely yeah. works. That's, uh, that's what, in uh, trouble. Like I, those, I, those professional trouble, eating nah. contest people, that's what they do. Yeah. They, I literally was going to research it for them. Yeah. yeah. But you don't, but like, no, you're right. You don't want to do pop or anything like that because no. the gas is a stand there. You want to do water. Yeah. He undisputed. You know yeah. who we're going against, right? He undisputed. <laughs> what? He done slaughtered a couple steaks now. Well, and when is this happening? Uh, after the fight. All right. Sorry, right. I you know what? I might have to show up there just to be like in this. <laughs> right. We'll have Jimmy as like as, as like his cut man and cutting <laughs> right. the meat. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Jimmy like well like, yeah. like absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh, we should. He's cutting it up for him yeah. so bad. Just shoving it in. We can do Facebook live. Oh, yeah. I'm like he's he's not a man. He's not a machine. He's a man. <laughs> we can get it done. <laughs> I like funny. it. Okay. I might have to go to that too. Okay. Uh-oh. Sure. I have to go. Uh, too. Yeah, we're all gonna go. That should be fun. It, right, for sure. Yeah, man. Don't be thinking too much about that competition though. Think the fight first, and then right, we're gonna, we're gonna get right, right. You got that's it. right, you got man. It. That's right. Look, it got well, me all going. Fight, got me all going. Well, that's just how when you know the, the fight, fight's gonna be quick because he's gonna be thinking fight. about the steak. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I really want that steak. You know, hold on a second. <laughs> all right, we can go eat now, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's say when the fight lasts only ten seconds, you know, right? Not like you guys concentrate too much. Tasha, could you do it? Uh, no. No. Small eater? <laughs> I'll try. I love steak. <laughs> She'll try. Delmonico steak. Oh, my God. It's amazing. She <laughs> she uh, she ate with Britney Spears. That's a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True oh, story. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Ate with which, the real quick, steak story. I hear you're a hunter. Yeah. Oh, this is a third. Yeah. This is a third for the show. What Whoa. are you hunting? We're developing yeah. out other shows here. Do you do yeah. rifle? Bow uh, hunting? I have bows and rifle. What yeah. kind of rifle? Oh God! I have, I have a twelve my... gauge Mossberg. Okay, yeah, I have a twelve gauge. Um, I have a twenty gauge that used to be my brother's. It's mine now. I inherited all my dad's guns. I have cool. a two forty three Winchester. Um, those are really the only ones I've used. What's I know the, there's like three ooh. other ones in the government cabinet. The show What's the largest? Yeah, yeah, I just I got I yeah. now I got the uh, two twenty. Seven. I got the What's with the largest the game that you've Winchester, ever Winchester, Remington. So that's that's the thing. Um, Snub nose. I've never actually shot <laughs> anything. Oh, 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 hold on. Oh, hold on. Well, oh, you know what? Then I'm a boxer. I've never actually fought anybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but I own some wait, boxing wait, 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 gloves on, and... Okay. okay, so since I work events, I work like you know nights and weekends all the time. So they just so, give you guns. Typically, listen, we can't pay you. Marv, stop talking for one. Wow. Oh, there's a drop. Damn! Thank you. Okay. Wow. <laughs> all right. You know, you know what? You know what? Respect to her. Right. You know she what? Got she got a set of she got a set of ovaries yeah. on her. That's good. All right. So go ahead. All right. So. I work a lot. Right. So hunting season, I typically only go out like one weekend per year. And I haven't actually seen anything while I've been armed except for this past year. I did during bow season. But bow season, it's very particular because, you know, if there's any like brush, branch, anything in the way, you're screwed. So I saw something this year. I was so excited. I got deer fever. I got, you know, like all nervous and excited. But I didn't have a shot. Was it a Bigfoot? You said you have shotguns, right? Yeah. I might I'm gonna, too, uh, so I, you're gonna come I'm with packing. me you're gonna come with me pheasant hunting or rabbit hunting uh in the wintertime. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh-oh. That way, because you will get to shoot something. Yeah, I guarantee no, you. I'm in. Or at least shoot some at something. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Tasha I targets. Right. Tasha, I got a hundred bucks if you shoot Jimmy. Oh god. <laughs> Don't really kill him. Are... Don't kill him. <laughs> but just like, <laughs> like wing his leg. Like what? wing his leg. Really? Just like don't don't Does her name look like Dick Cheney? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, don't shoot, shoot him in the face for Mus- crying Mus- out loud. Shoot him in the face <laughs> with all the No, that's his moneymaker. Don't do that. But like 
Maybe like 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 wing his thigh or something, just no. so he has Stop a limp. It. Just, why? Stop why not? Don't you Stop look at it. Jimmy and just want to shoot him? Stop no. Sometimes I just look at Jimmy and like, God damn. Turn Felix mutual, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> Felix definitely mutual. <laughs> no, but see, this is funny because this is our second ring girl who hunts in quotation marks well, and Taylor, has right? Shot. Yeah, it is Taylor. Yeah, I'm friends with her. Yes. <laughs> What she, yeah, well, Liz is the I, only one who's actually killed like eighteen deer. Yeah, like she's Liz and yeah, she did it with she she did it with a Swiss Army knife. She didn't even do it, and the and it, and, it, and, it, and the blade was broken on it. She did it with the corkscrew and that leather punch. Is what she killed the deer with. Like, that's her story. So I anyway, need to go hunt with her. Well, that's her story. I don't know. Okay. Right? And here's the you know what I killed the deer with a ninety five escort. <laughs> also killed the escort. <laughs> see, see, Liz is all about it though. She, her dad didn't want her to look at it, but she looked at it. She's like, no, I want to no, see it. No, she go had down. to clean it out. Yeah. She was in seventh grade. Oh, that's yeah. right. Her, her, her dad's like, cool look away. Going. She's like, yeah. no. Oh no, shoot it, you got it. No, not only that, yeah, she like grabbed sure. it and like looked into its eyes. She's like, I did this to you. You remember that I did this to you. <laughs> Even the deer was like, God damn, lady. Because they're the three littlest girls we know. You, Taylor, and Liz. Yeah. Little tiny things. That's Hey, that's our new advertisement. Us. World's most dangerous ring girls. Ma'am. But we need one of you to also kill something. I don't know if I can run with that legally. I have to go through legal. Overarmed undercover. We need one more person to tag something. What? We what? need one more person to actually catch something, and then we can say world's most – Yeah. I've caught a fish. What's the biggest yeah. fish you ever caught? <laughs> She's like a trout. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can compete arms. with that now. You, are you a fisherman? Yeah, I'm definitely a fisherman. But, okay, what, what do you, what do you like to fish? fish you can't caught? eat it, but the biggest fish I caught was a carp. Yeah. Okay, okay. how big was it? Um, and remember, we're on radio, so don't go this big. <laughs> I caught a 142-pound mahi-mahi. There you go. Oh, See, that just right. knocked yeah. me out the box right there. Yeah. I ain't nowhere near 100 pounds or nothing. And, and you get to the boat, you have to club it with the, yeah. with the club. What? That's yeah. fun. Uh, what about yeah. you, Tasha? Um, just trout. Nothing trout. exciting. Okay. My, my husband goes fishing? bow fishing, and he gets carp okay. all the time. Yeah. That's the one I'm telling you about. It's, yeah, yeah literally. He, yeah. He's it's a bow and arrow. It's a bow or a spear. It's a bow, literally. It's a bow. You shoot it. And it has like a little string on the arrow. Good God. Well, the carp yeah. eat all the turtle like eggs. Yeah. Y'all know we don't live like in caves and stuff fun. anymore, right? Like you can just no, it's, it's not that though. Like, yeah. It is. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. It's. Uh, uh, I actually learned how to do that, like making it all from scratch in right. uh, in Boy Scouts. Like actually make the bow, make the arrow, make the string, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, Blue marlin. That's the biggest one I ever caught. Deep okay. sea fishing. Nice. Yeah, in Hawaii. Saw them in concert. I've seen him play baseball. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we got to wrap this show up. Uh, Yeah. Come by earlier next time so we can episode 218. Uh, Everybody, go out and see James Ballard. Yeah. Great way. Uh, Saturday, January 7th, Knockouts on the Avenue, Dearborn Performing Arts Center, 15801 Michigan Avenue, Dearborn, Michigan. Doors at 530, starts at 7 p.m. Message James Ballard if you want tickets, or you can also call these two people. Hold on. Uh, We also still have uh, one pair of tickets uh, left that you can win to this event. The other one's been cleaned by Rick. Okay, what, uh, what's the question still? Uh, the question still is... Um, Which performer? What, no, no, uh, no. that was for the MMA thing. We haven't posted that yet. It's still for the uh, the Avenue. The question that's still left is, uh, K-9 did an impression. 
while he was on the air, who was that imp- an impression of? Oh, oh the first yeah, at right. seven at seven oh six. Yes, yep. mm-hmm. Rick claimed the other one. He gotcha. You're right. All right, All we right. will be back next week. Uh, hopefully, I'll have lots of interviews from this previous week. But next week, we get to announce. Guess what? Leonardo Tyner's going to be in here. Hey, so sir. Oh, hey. Hey, Actually, hey, there you go. Uh, yes. Wow. James, right. James Gray will be in studio. Wow. wow. So lots of announcements. <laughs> so wow. I don't want to say 219 is going to be big, but it's going to be big. It's going to be a good episode, and then we're going to recap what else happened. So everybody take care. Uh, man, I wanted to touch on uh, the Mike Goldberg thing with uh, UFC, but we'll do that next week when we have more time. Take care, everybody. See you. All right.